bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is causing so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got AIDS. Spoil movie, movie reviews yo welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the black guy who tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod and i am joined today by my very special co-host karen and we're here to give you a review of a movie you've seen don't ever plan on seeing or don't care about spoilers because we're gonna spoil the movie and today's movie is the family plan which you can watch on apple tv uh now uh we did not go to a theater to see it so there's no trailer talk today we're just gonna get straight into a movie review but we do have several comments on episodes that we did recently okay all right so let's talk about the family plan the family plan is directed by simon sillen kellen jones uh written by dave kogshaw um and uh, of course mark Wahlberg is the star of it is dan morgan michelle monahan is uh jessica morgan his wife uh sierra hines plays mccaffrey who turns out to be his daddy that's right he's mark Wahlberg's daddy and the villain of this movie who is trying to kill mark Wahlberg and his family because he really just wants his son to come back home and be a assassin again <laughs> you know how families do um maggie q was also in this the kids were new to me they may be in mm-hmm. other stuff i have i just don't know about agreed and then there was like a few like kind of weird i don't want to say weird but like latif crowder's in this joiner lucas is in this um the, the snoop from the wire is in this <laughs> such a like interesting choice there and she has no line so we didn't even get to hear her use that baltimore accent Mm -mm. um but the plot synopsis is a former top assassin living incognito as a suburban dad must take his unsuspecting family on the run when his past catches up to him all right karen give me one give me something you liked about this movie something that i liked about it there were parts of this movie that was actually really funny Mm-hmm. And I and I enjoyed uh, them just you know picking at just the things that were happening like the he was the car dealership dude mm-hmm. and uh, one of the dudes uh, he placed like a tracker on his uh, the uh, car and then just told him to go out there and drive it you know what I'm saying knowing that he was gonna get tracked knowing he's probably gonna get arrested and shit like that mm-hmm. you know little things like that that I thought was uh, somewhat funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I like the callbacks at the end in the credits to some of the funny moments in the film. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I also think it was funny. Um, another thing that I, uh, and uh, you know, like I said, it had funny parts basically. Yeah, um, funny parts, yes. Another thing I just realized is I kind of like the cuck impossible white man trope, you know, it worked in Nobody with um, Bob Odenkirk. If you think about Taken, Taken is kind of that where like he's a man whose ex-wife won't listen to him about trying to keep his daughter safe. And next thing you know, he's got to kill a bunch of, you know, spicy white people overseas. 
Um, and there's there's a few of these, like, you know, the guy's soft, he's married, he just don't want no problems, and life is cucking him constantly. His wife's kind of doesn't really respect them, and then the neighbor doesn't respect them, and, you know, it's the white man's ultimate dream is all I need is a gun and the right to kill a bunch of people that's been pissing me off, and, of course, that'll solve all my problems. Uh, but so I like this genre, and I think Mark Wahlberg – kind of plays a decent you know cuck impossible white man who you know honestly the film really comes to life for me once he's back to like killing people and now he wants to fuck his wife all over the place and he's fucking she's doing keg stands and he's solving his kids problems between murders it's just you know this that cuck impossible white man i think is the biggest best thing going for this film uh you I actually enjoyed the little baby. I know that might sound mm-hmm. silly, but the little baby was actually more into like the funny part. Like things would be going on, and it would literally be only him and the baby. And what was funny, it sounded like the 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 youngest one. They basically couldn't talk. Actually, knew the real him, mm-hmm. you know, because it sounded like you know uh, things may have been happening happened before and shit like that. And the baby just kind of just knew, mm-hmm. and so it it was just uh, uh, funny. I really enjoyed the baby. Yeah, uh, speaking of supporting cast that, you know, uh, in, we enjoyed or, or, or that, that I enjoyed, I actually enjoyed Michelle Moynihan. Me too. I actually thought she was, you know, like, she got to have fun here. And a yeah. lot of times in these movies, and it goes back to something you were saying earlier where you like, some of the parts are funny. I wanted to almost chime in and go, they look like they had a great time filming this. Yes, they did. Like they did. They that, they not that that makes a film good or bad necessarily, but it looked like they had a ball just like mm-hmm. being silly. And normally when they write the woman, the wife of this guy, like maybe they'll sex her up a little bit so they can be like, and now she wants to fuck. You know, mm-hmm. she used to didn't even want to fuck everybody. Right. But this one was a little different. Like she got to do some action stuff. She had... Honestly, one of the biggest laughs of the film yes. is her with the decathlon, like with the yes. decathlon joke, and her trying to pole vault and the thing snap, snapping, her hitting. Like I didn't see that coming. Me either. I'm like, that's a twist. Yeah, and then immediately I did see the javelin coming, but that was like a perfect joke, a perfect <laughs> kill segue. <laughs> and the thing is, not trying funny. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, because they said decathlon, so I knew. I was like, oh, decathlon are the people that do everything. So that she does ten events. One of those could be, you know, shot put, whatever. But when she had the half of the stick, I said she could throw that like a spear. Oh, the javelin! And so, but like that was probably the best joke of the whole film. Mm -hmm. And she got to be the person that made it, which I like. I appreciate that. Yeah, and in addition to like. She even during the part of the film where they we were supposed to think their marriage was like boring or on the rocks, kind of. She wasn't like for like she wasn't like a bitch. No, she was because sometimes in these movies they go too far, and the wife is like so it's like the wife is so disrespectful because this is the white man power fantasy of once she sees me kill people, she'll have to respect me. I'll put her back in her place, and it wasn't like that. And even with the near the end, when like she and the family the kids are gonna leave and stuff like that's a that's how that should go like Mm -hmm. i was glad that it she wasn't because they they had kind of made it seem like she would be so down with anything she just loved the new dan and when he tells her all this shit she's like nigga you've been lying to me for 18 years get the fuck out of our life and i was like yes that's so fucking reasonable this plan was always ridiculous and stupid agreed 
Uh, and I liked some of the action. Mm-hmm. Some of the action sequences and things were, were really done and really well, particularly the one on the highway with the motorcycles where the family mm-hmm. was asleep. And he like turned the headphones up, I, you know. And it was one of the things where you kind of he kind of played around with the atmosphere to kind of keep it a secret. And so I do appreciate uh, some of the action sequences. Yeah, it wasn't stellar like choreography. It wasn't necessarily reinventing the wheel. Uh, some of them almost felt like from completely different movies. Some of the fights, but yeah, it, the some of the action was like you know fun. It it was really. Honestly, what this film is, is a family vacation film, like, like, uh, National Lampoon's, like, it's basically that, but they put the action trope spin on it, so it's like, would you like an impossible white man Christmas vacation? That's what they really gave us. Um, it was colorful, okay, when they went to Vegas, Mm -hmm. um, the video game world, the laser tag fight. That was neat. Um, you know, all the explosions and deaths, uh, it's just a very colorful movie. You guys know how much, uh, I love colors when we come to these movies. And I try to make sure I always pointed out that it was, it was very colorful. And of course, Apple TV makes everything look great with their cameras. <laughs> Damn it, you stole mine. You uh, had colorful? <laughs> yes. What? Uh, and to piggyback on that, uh, when you talking about Apple, Apple's going to spend the money. It was shot beautifully. Right, like you know, you this was a movie that Apple invests the money with a lot of that stuff on the streaming service. Literally, most of that shit can come into movie theaters if they choose to, but they're just opting to put it on the streaming service. But if they want to make like a few extra bucks. They could actually move and release a lot of the shit that they do because guess they're going to spend the money on the actors. They're going to spend the money on the cameras and the lighting and shit like that. Like it's not going to look regardless of the script or how good or quote unquote bad or whatever you think about it. Put like this. You can't look at Apple and be like, y'all don't invest in y'all shit. Yeah. Uh, Anything else for positives? Oh, it was over the top, which is the po- I'm, I'm, I'm using this in a positive way. When mm-hmm. I mean over the top, you don't get over the top laughter, over the top comedy, over the, like everything was kind of over over the top. Okay. Anything else? Mm-mm. All right, let's get into negatives. Uh, I'll let you go first. It was too long. I think they needed yeah. to cut some time down. I don't know how long it is, but it was probably... It was an hour and 58 minutes. Right. It needed to be an hour and a half. Would have been perfect timing for this. Uh, yeah, there were things that drug on a little too long and just made the movie just drag. Um, and I think that uh, if they would have kind of tightened a few things up, it would have been a more enjoyable movie. I agree completely because it reminded me of the film Nobody, but this was like watered down. Um, and maybe because they wanted to add so much comedy to it, it ends up being two hours and with the last like 20 or 30 minutes of the last like act, I feel like an ad for Vegas or something, but, Mm -hmm. um, it winds up being too long and nobody is an hour and 32 minutes. And I love that film partially because it doesn't linger. You know, and I'm not one of these people that thinks like every film needs to be short as hell. And Mm -hmm. but like some films do not have like what they are adding is not the stylized like, oh, man, thank God for this. You know, but, you know, like I said, I I didn't think this was like 30 minutes too long, but it felt like. A 10, 10 to 20 15, minutes yeah, too long, 10 probably. 15, yeah. Um, and maybe because they wanted to like work in the kids' problems and stuff in mm-hmm. there, but the stuff was so easily resolved. It's like watching a Christmas movie or something. It's it's like 
boom one conversation everybody's cool again um all right so for me the biggest thing is that because they wanted to make this an action movie and kind of a family movie they never really decided and it feels very disjointed so what you get Mm -hmm. is a movie where we're supposed to have gritty a gritty killer action guy in mark Wahlberg. but if you look at the fatalities and fights and stuff he really isn't like allowed to kill people and if they die it can't be like anything gory it's gotta be like falling down some stairs or something and so like they can't really decide if killing is this like really weighty thing that should make a a wife leave her husband or if it's like a gag where oh the mom pushed the dude down the stairs he'll be all right right ha 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 they can't really decide what to do and so when you have moments like him trying to argue you know like tell his kid to stay in the newspaper and stuff it comes off a little like like it's from a whole different movie than the movie of him mm-hmm. supposedly running around killing all these people and i think because it's all, it's like because they couldn't make it a family movie and show gore and all that stuff they just decided to go with no gore which is or a very little gore so it's like you get death like like uh mark Wahlberg throwing a fucking like pair a knife through a guy's eye but no blood or nothing no blood gets on anybody so like weird stuff like that it, the tone of it just feels like weirdly pg-13 but with rated r plot lines and and the reaction should be rated r and maybe they're right maybe if you throw the blood in there it's worse or you know in my opinion maybe you make him not a killer maybe his thing is i won't kill people and it's almost like a superhero movie or something where you're like oh the thing is that guy he's the good guy because he doesn't kill people so he's knocking all these people out but he's not an assassin assassin but or he took a vow that he won't kill anybody and that's why he can't be an assassin i just felt like they, they were like too smart by half and and it just didn't curdle right for me uh, agreed and to piggyback on what you're saying when you do that you literally make a movie for nobody like because mm-hmm. you're not serving anybody you're not serving the people that goes hey we just wanted to be a fun family movie right. and you're not really serving the people going hey dog that dude died and i didn't see no blood so right. basically nobody's satisfied yep you know and uh uh also my thing when you said uh, off uh, 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 no, uh, it reminds me of nobody. Yes, right. and for me, it's it, it's like an off-brand nobody mm-hmm. because the thing about it, uh, for my problem is not too funny. I did not like uh, Mark Wahlberg as the main person. Mm, Mark at, Wahlberg, yeah, not at all. Right, but, and and the reason why is because if you are in that role, you have to have a certain type of grit and a certain type of personality, and we have to see like a light switch or a change you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like something to kind of de- uh, so we can tell oh this is the guy that's kind of weighed down by his family right. and actually love them and then okay oh and now this is the guy that's fucking everybody up because the thing i liked about nobody is that they kind of prepared you up front yeah. and then at the back it was a change but with him he like you said that that they trying to serve two masters so they wanted to be like well i'm not the same you know i'm the same person it's like no you can't be so mm-hmm. you know for me i was like you wanted to do, and on top of that one another thing about it mark Wahlberg didn't because like i say for me i'm watching this movie because you want to make it too family friendly mm-hmm. 
to me, you didn't really prove a show why he was a badass assassin, like right. in my mind, why he was a badass assassin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when he did the thing and they poke and they, they, they laughing at him and pulling the stuff on his head and he just stares, you know, that intense stare. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was like, okay, I guess we're going to do something with that. And then in my mind, it was a fail because right. we really didn't do anything with that versus with Mr. Nobody. We got to see him fuck shit up. And on top of that, we got to see uh uh him do some stuff where you go this is why you know and 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 signs like like glimpses of why before he even fucked people up glimpses of mm-hmm. why you know he he would be an assassin versus with him you never really got that other than him just telling you I'm an assassin I'm an assassin I'm an assassin you know guys yeah, there's I'm no assassin. real flashbacks and there's not even like that scissor seven like change of demeanor where you're like oh I thought this guy was a goofball actually he'll fucking kill everybody in here and you're right he doesn't deliver that and stylistically that camera doesn't do that like because there's a way to film it where you can be like oh we're in a comedy Uh uh-oh we're actually in an action movie and this guy's john wick and they don't even like stylistically do that um yeah even you know near the end it's all kind of played lighthearted when they have kidnapped his family and shit Mm -hmm. you're right uh um yeah and i think you know, you said the action, uh, you like some of the action. I think the action is so generic mm-hmm. in certain scenes that, and it's, it feels like you know what's going to happen almost, and not to not in the good way of like, I know John Wick's going to kill these people, but I don't know how. It's more like he's going to run across this, he's going to do this, he's going to flip this guy off the side. Like, it's mm. not, like, not a lot of surprises. Most surprising action thing is, Moynihan uh, in that fucking um, that pole vault. Yeah, that's the only thing yeah. that quote unquote didn't follow. That the was the formula. biggest surprising kill. Even though like beating up his dad wasn't surprising. No, and also it was one of the things. Excuse me, for me, the action was in the positive. I'm piggybacking what you said. The action was in the negative. Yeah, it wasn't but, all good. No, because it was not choreographed good. It was not shot good. They had quick cuts, you know, shit mm-hmm. like that, because they really wasn't committing to, like, the rated R. Right. So, you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, we're going to see some hands. Or, oh, we're going to see him actually stab. And we didn't get any yeah, of that. I so feel it was like very disappointing Because it tried to serve too many masters. It never really was great at any of it. Like, Mm-mm. it's not a great comedy. Some of the Jokes are corny and like and like take too long and and, and don't really go places or or so easily resolved. There's never a moment to sit in the uncomfortable to make it funny. Um, the last thing for me is just the family is so ridiculously dumb in yes. order for this. Yes, they are. And, and it's you know it's that kind of just you know white man thing of of like. I'm poor, downtrodden white man. I'm trying to make my family happy, but nothing I do can really make them. My kids don't act right, and the kids weren't even that bad. Uh, the wife wasn't that unhappy or any of this stuff, but it was like they were so stupid. Like just a last-second Vegas road trip that would take 33 hours where their dad's throwing their fucking phones out the side and all this shit. Right. It was just such a weird, like, like the fact that they weren't, questioning him the whole time it felt like there should have been a thing where maybe they had questions about it the whole way down and then they finally caught him or discovered it or realized what was up when you know the action scene started in the third act but yeah it was it's like you have little questions like oh what happened to the mirror he'd be like oh dummy like you're too stupid to know that a bullet hole is in it or whatever the fuck so yeah it was a little 
uh, the family had to be so stupid for this to work. It honestly made me think if this was animated, it would have made so much more sense because animation is silly. And it's like, oh, yeah, the family's stupid because it's a cartoon. But with it being real, something in my brain was like, no one's this stupid. (laughs) But maybe that's the thing. Maybe if I would have watched it as a cartoon and the baby would have been even funnier and all that stuff. But for some reason, it's like this is it felt like an animated live action. Right, and to, to pick it back on what you were saying, yes, because not trying to find it, the daughter was supposed to be this groundbreaking reporter. You mean to tell me she right. didn't use her who, what, when, where, why, and how skills to yeah. figure out and be like, y'all, I think something up with dad. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like, like, I think something would, I think that would have been better so that when he talked to her, she was like, yeah, we kind of figured out you was an assassin. Right. And then you can kind of move forward with the plot. Yeah, like, it actually would have been, out. it would have been a really dope twist if they figured it out before he could tell them. Yes. And when he told them that they were mad already, like we know, you know, like we it's not that we don't, you. yeah, it's not that we don't love you. It's that we know we can't trust you because you don't trust us and all this shit. I mean, it would have been a different way to go with it, but you know, uh, at the same time, there's so much happening in this film. Is I don't know that anything's gonna be to easily fix all the stuff or whatever um anything else for negative yes uh and this goes along with it being too long mm-hmm. it, and the thing is something can be too long and not slow moving this was a very slow moving movie mm. like it was just slowly moving you know and so for me because the slowness of the moving if they would have sped some of that up you know, some of some of some of the things up a little bit more. It wouldn't have made it as long, and I would have felt you know kind of better with that without the extra like fifteen to twenty minutes. But with it so being such a slow, dragging movie, I could see some people going, "Okay, this is kind of boring. Like, what's really happening here?" Because that's not funny. There's a lull, and then you get like all the action the last 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah, I think the action is dispersed throughout, but it's trying to be comedic and the. Um, family it has to be so dumb i really think you 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 are on to something with this idea of like showing flashbacks if you could do the action but as like flashbacks of how fucking dope he used to be and then you know you don't even have to have that much action in the current present day because we're like oh if these are the people coming after him that he betrayed you know, if we see him making out with Maggie Q in the in you know twenty years ago, and they were killing all kinds of people, it's like, oh shit, this is about to get real when they. But yeah, it, it feels like they didn't really do that. So I hear you. Anything else for negative? Yes, and because of what you were saying, because they didn't show the flashback, there was no rewards of the villains. They yeah. like like to me, like you say, it would have been different if they would have did that up front and then we would have seen Maggie talking to the wife, getting out of the car, like that would have been a twist. Like us as the audience would have known, oh, she ain't, she ain't up to no motherfucking good. Yeah, I didn't really understand the Maggie Q character, to be honest. Because, like, she talked about, like, working in close and getting to know this woman mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But if the thing was, and this, you're making me think, and maybe I missed something, but if the whole thing was like, we don't know where this guy is and it wasn't until someone took a selfie and put him on you know took a picture of him and poured shit on his face at the at the fucking amusement park that his face got on the internet and that's how everybody found him 
Then what was the thing about Maggie Q working her way in close to the wife? She basically at the beginning of the story, she was saying that you know, cause cause uh, they were sitting on the plane, and she was like, "Oh yeah, let me tell you about you know my ex." Yeah, I know. Problems. She he's and, and, the ex. I know yes. that. I'm saying. Remember the reason all this started at the beginning of the film is because his picture got online. So that's how his father and everybody was like, "We know where he is. Send people to kill him." Right. Yes, they yeah, cause they've right. been going yeah. They, but Maggie Q Gwen, yes, didn't she know the wife? Like, no, she. I don't think she knew the. Because remember, she showed up at the airport. She said to her, yes, because she had met her earlier in the movie. She was. That's what I'm saying. Okay. When did she meet her in the movie? Then at the boxing thing when she what? Right. Okay. Right. Think about what I'm saying. She knew the wife back when the wife was doing kickboxing at wherever the place was right right that's back when he before his like that's they became that close of friends in that short period of time why didn't she just kill the wife or kidnap the the kids or what that was a long that's what they even went to vegas true it's such a weird it's such a weird thing to me you see what i'm saying like if you know this man's the assassin what are we even waiting on you know, I think they just wanted to have a cute reveal of like, and uh, she was a bad guy the whole time. She been fucking her man. She fucked. She's known him for twenty years, and it just felt weird to me. Okay, okay, okay. I I I get what you're saying. I was like, I was like, well, because you went you went on this long ass adventure. And this motherfucker been known from day one. Mm-hmm. So how does it make? I don't know. It doesn't. It's. I was trying to piggyback on what you were saying. The villains to me felt like. They were cute, convenient, like twists, but they yeah. didn't necessarily make sense. I can I'm see your that. dad. I also want to murder you and your family unless you come right, back right. to murdering. I'm your ex girlfriend. Your dad is employing your ex girlfriend who also wants to murder the family. Yeah. Also, the ex girlfriend yeah, somehow it, knew it, it, all along. Yeah, I, I think she was. And the thing is, like, she, from my understanding, she was in the world too. And she was upset that he left too. So this was kind of her way of getting quote unquote back at him. But she was clearly some type of assassin. Yes, yes. They both were. Like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Together, so yeah. like she knew she went back with the husband enough to know he was this killer assassin. They was and they used to be together together. Right. It is weird that she waited that fucking long. And, 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 and it was it didn't feel clever. It just felt weird instead of yeah, like it, smart. It, it wasn't like a really really planned or thought out. It, I you know I think it's one of the things where they just wanted to give her something to do. Yeah, I think they you know, and it's a good reason for him to make out with a beautiful woman mm-hmm. or whatever. Or mm-hmm. uh, for the like I said once again the white male fantasy of mm-hmm. you know. The hypersexualization of like, yeah, now everyone wants to fuck me. I'm a killer. And they just had that scene where she straddled him and all that stuff. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It just felt weird. They could have made her not like that at all or made her really vindictive or something. But it's like, now that your family went downstairs, let's make out just enough for your wife to come up and see it because then she's going to be mad. But don't worry. Everything in this film is resolved within seconds. It's, they understand everything that happened as soon as they saw it, even the kids. So, yeah, it was, I just thought the villains were too cute. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The villains were too cute. The villain, and y'all know me. I like a scary villain. None of these villains were actually scary. None of yeah. these villains. I thought, oh shit, you know how you see some movies, you see a villain, and you're like, they gonna fuck shit up. And 
I go back to what I said before, because you didn't do any flashbacks, you didn't justify these people. They had no purpose. They had it's a lot of plot holes because we didn't see these people and they showed up and y'all wanna kinda do a five minute wrap up of, of these people and wrap it and I was like, No, this doesn't make sense for the audience. Yeah, Sierra Hines just wasn't that scary to me, mostly because he's not a big physical threat. Right. Um, and of course because his fucking his bad guy henchman just died so easily didn't it all so fast and and it's just and that's another reason he doesn't make sense because like i need to get my son okay well now that he's killed 37 agents it seemed like this was not a smart plan and if you're mr i'm so ruthless i don't give a fuck it seemed like you would just be like we should just leave this nigga was doing nothing but living in a a a regular-ass life now that he's killed 30 of my men do you think even the men would start revolting like why the fuck y'all got us dying for this shit because because you, it's your son you go kill him but yeah anyway yeah like you said it's one of those things where uh also with this like if they were going to do like i said because they was kind of all over the place they were going to do something they should have had it where you know like their girlfriend ex-girlfriend shows up and he was like oh y'all know why i am and instead of quote unquote the them coming to him he ought to went to them yeah something just right. i don't like i said i'm not trying to, i can't fix this movie i think there's a mm-hmm. lot of issues mm-hmm. but i i think some of the issues I, I think they did i think here's what i think ultimately about this movie I, i'm sorry you have any more negatives before we rank rate it uh i think that i think i covered everything i, I did say he wasn't uh charismatic right you yeah you didn't like Oh, okay, okay. Yes, that, okay. that's everything on my list. Um, the thing I will say is for my review score, I give it like a two out of five. And the reason is I think this happens sometimes with movies. It happens with horror, but sometimes it happens with comedy. I think they went, it's a comedy. Every time something kind of didn't really make sense, every time some, a, a character's motivations were just kind of like over the top wacky but not smart. Um, and I think when you do something like this, they're like, we don't have to make a smart movie. And I think the best movies like this succeed at being funny as a comedy and smart as an action film it's very hard to do but you know there are some movies that have managed to do it uh, where you're like yo i'm laughing but also like this is really good and smart um and and not like uh yeah so like it's possible but it's just very hard to do i, th- I remember shoot em up with Clive Owen mm-hmm. being something that was ridiculously over the top funny but when they did the action it was like no nah, this is fun inventive creative action scenes um and I'm not sure that this film necessarily does that so I would give it a two out of five to where it's like you know I'm not like regretful that I watched it I didn't think it was like trash or whatever but it just wasn't good uh I give it a two and a half and I agree with you I completely agree with you it was somewhat entertaining it wasn't the worst thing i saw but it was enjoyable enough right you know but like i said but because they it's like it it, it, it's it's like you go you want popcorn and you got popcorn which is great but you got stale popcorn you're like but i wish it was fresh i forgot to mention they kind of underutilized the brown sidekick augie syed Mm -hmm. tagamoy or whatever like where he's just 
just mostly on the phone most of the film. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, let's get to these uh, comments, right? So we got three different movies that had comments. The first one is The Killer, a film I watched by myself and left for a, did a solo review. Sam Agnes says, far be it from me, but I love movies like this. Uh, I always have since No Country for Old Men. The Killer isn't as good as that movie, but I but it really did. I really dig its themes of nihilism. Fastbender being the one that carries inner dialogue didn't bother me. Yet I understand those who weren't really feeling this. Venture doesn't make your typical good versus evil type of narrative. His humans in his films, even Alien Three, are very complex, very dark to a significant degree. David can be up his ass sometimes, but you rarely see directors deviate from humans being fuck ups or in this film's case, imperfect. Even love most of the secondary characters as a means to an end as they are. Carrie O'Malley's Dolores was one of my favorites before she got murked like Call of Duty multiplayer match by Fansbender. And that fight, my God, film had it all. Just wish the epilogue hat was a bit tuned up. Otherwise, I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it too, man. I, I, I Sometimes it just works for you and there's just... Like, I understand every criticism of this film. There's a lot of people that don't like it, that think it's boring. Some days it's just, hey, this is one for me, guys. Y'all didn't like it. This shit was hitting to me. Like I the monologues was working, the fucking the inner, yeah, the inner monologue, the action, uh, the style. I I liked all that shit. Uh Godzilla minus one. We got two comments. Papa Rose 81 says Godzilla minus one is so good. Easily the best movie in the franchise. After watching it, then the seeing the trailers for the new Godzilla vs. Kong. I was definitely arms crossed sideways looking at the screen like, come on, y'all, not again. Oh, I think we read that one already. And the same lightning says, look, y'all, I don't know if this will spark more interest in other Godzilla films for me to watch down the line. I just noticed this was the shit. Love the characters, love the themes of guilt and grief and Godzilla fucking shit up. The first couple of minutes weren't for me until the themes started to click. It. Then I was fully invested into this world. Wow. Yeah, I, I yeah, I man, I I really love this film. I was, yeah, I did too. And like you said, when you, the person said, when you see that, I see the trailer, or I seen bits of the trailer, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna go see that because I was like, that right there, not trying to find it, it kind of reverts back to the Godzilla movies I don't like. Yeah, that Godzilla versus Kong is just like everything wrong with those franchises. Yeah, like you said, it's, you, you can, it's what people, it's what people think like the marvel and dc and star wars it's what they think those companies are doing and i'm not saying those companies aren't are just everything's perfect it's all about art they are obviously trying to crank out content right but like the degree of like shittiness of these godzilla movies to me are just it's so obviously a craving attempt to just grab your fucking money mm-hmm. all of it and i've gone to see a lot of it yeah and I, i'm tired of walking out discontented and i know you know some people love the 2014 slow Warren godzilla that's not for me i love the kong one because i felt like the kong one actually was more on the face telling you like we know guys we you're just here to see a big ass monkey beat some shit up. Here's Sam Jackson, a stylistic 80s Come to soundtrack. Skull Island. Yeah, yes, Skull Island. yes. Here's Sam Jackson. Here's a 70s soundtrack. Here's uh, a bunch of stylistic that movie was shit. Great. Just fuck it. Like, and it's a it's like an hour and a half. Just right. here you go. I like that so much more than like the first hour of Godzilla in 2014 is has no Godzilla in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that kind of thing. So I but either way. All of that shit compels in comparison. Pales in comparison to Godzilla minus one. Godzilla minus one just nailed every fucking theme. 
the uh the it felt like it's something of a like the, something of another culture presented to us to say here's the context of what this means yeah which is just way better than the the shit we've been yeah, doing the, with it yeah because it's one of those things but they americanize it when they do it's about the stars it's about that and you're like nobody gives a fuck about them it's called goddamn godzilla uh and lastly two comments on candy cane lane hi rodrin this is from miss Cristobal. Speaking of Candy Cane Lane, we watched as a fam. It was cute. We miss cussing Eddie Murphy, though, but I'm happy that he is in his grandpa era. Well, just wait till the next movie come out. I think he's, uh, I think uh, Beverly Hills Cops 4 is coming out. Yes, it is. Uh, I think the grandpa era is the best era, especially when you got money like Eddie Murphy. I was introduced to Peppermint, a.k.a. Jillian, white lady through Good Burger 2. The fam watched Good Burger 2 on Thanksgiving, thoroughly enjoyed it. And now my man child has a full understanding of why his parents act that way. Jillian, white lady, uh, was very good in this too, in that too. Uh, she went to black acting school. Did y'all watch it? If so, what are your thoughts on Good Burger 1 and or 2? Haven't seen Good Burger 2. Um, I have watched Good Burger 1 a long time ago. It's been years. It didn't leave like that huge of an impression on me. I mostly walked out thinking that movie was okay to bad. Um, and I think part of that is just my age of being like we one are, or two years yeah, too old. Yeah, we were right outside yeah. of the Good Burger rate. Yeah. It's like Pokemon for me where like I recognize it's a huge phenomenon and people love it. And at the same time, I happen to be 15 instead of 13. And for some fucking reason, I just see people selling toys as opposed to like when I look at G.I. Joe and know all the backstory. It's fucking weird. Age is weird. But uh, I think Good Burger is that for me. I, I wasn't even that excited they made a Good Burger, too. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I guess 25 years later, okay. Yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, if that was something I did love, I would have felt differently is my point. Agreed. If they told me they were coming out with a G.I. Joe, the movie animated too right now, I'd be like in the theater. So it just literally, I just, it, I just missed that, that Nickelodeon era of that moment right there. Oh, I did a smart with my husband. I was like, Reginald Hudlin did this movie. He did Black Panther, right? He was like, no, Ryan Coogler did Black Panther and Reginald Hudlin did House Party. I said, and Black Panther comics and hit him with the Googles insert smirk okay that's it that's right reggie Hudlin did black panther comics people forget mm-hmm. ron and Raphael says this was truly a cute family watch and peppermint was just moi and her role i enjoyed the newscasters banter too i would love to watch a movie made of the two in the studio with old boy reporting from the streets pure calamity uh yes they literally could have their own thing just talk about like the newsroom and shit like that where just just the wackiness of every time you turn around and the dude be like why does he keep showing up yeah (laughs) how does he get this job yeah and dc young fly like they knew how to use them in the movie they knew how to use a lot of times i think some of these movies really struggle with the idea of someone being like a uh like YouTube, Twitter, social media fame, as opposed to like, you know, stand up or straight or straight up like comedic acting. And sometimes you can feel it where you're like, damn, man, they really did not know what to do with this character. Mm-mm. And it and it just doesn't come off as funny as when you see the person in their own element. Right. But in this case, they've used DC Young Fly and his he had great energy to to get some good funny one liners and quick jokes in there. I really yes. like that. Um, 
all right well that's it everybody thank you for listening uh this review will be up i have a lot of solo reviews coming with these uh screeners and stuff soon too so until next time peace peace